0: Everybody, thanks for clicking on whatever link you clicked on to get here. Uh, this is the second episode of "Silence Makes Me Cry," the BLK podcast, and we appreciate you guys checking it out. Uh, so, typical fashion, we're doing things a little bit backwards, and uh, this is not in the order that they're recorded. Our first episode was our Halloween special, uh, but this is the first official episode of the podcast and as you can probably tell uh, throughout this episode we'll be working out some kinks and with the audio and some production things so uh please bear with us while we take care of a few of those production glitches but we hope you enjoy it and uh, check out silence makes me cry episode one thank you silence makes me cry. Silence. So this first playlist is called Guilt-Free Pleasures. Boom. So John, you want to kick it off?
1: Uh, well, in the spirit of being guilt-free, I'll I'll try not to be too uh, ashamed about uh, any of my choices, but yeah, the first one is a guy by the name of Brandon Flowers. Uh, he's the singer, still the singer of The Killers, a band that I've never been super keen on, but... They got some good radio singles, some good airplay back in the early. Did they ever? Uh, did they ever but, uh, open uh, for Keen? <laughs> Maybe Coldplay. Okay, oh, sorry, I interrupted. Um, "Jilted Lovers and Broken Hearts." I don't, I don't know where it fell on the album, but it was always the song that kind of jumped out to me. It's a very. The name of the album is called uh, "Flamingo." I think it came out in twenty ten. Um very springsteen very anthemic very earnest so that's why it's in that borderline of feeling a little uh guilty about loving it but yeah he's quite the tunesmith quite the crooner all right so let's uh check it out did you even sample these uh yeah i don't even know what they what they sound like (laughs) a little bit
0: this one i actually liked that's what reminded me of uh of one of my picks
1: Oh, was it? Oh, I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't, don't
0: talk about it. Yeah. I will say that it's not Killers-ish at all.
1: Yeah. Which I, all right, I mean, nothing against Killers, I kind of like. Yeah, no, it's definitely a step away from the kind of dance stuff. Like I said, Springsteen, there's definitely some kind of country. There's actually a really embarrassing kind of country-ish song on there that's kind of a story of a down-and-out. Burl type dude I don't remember Quite the story But guy meets girl Have a baby do, 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 do But it's a real Real goofy Goofy song on there Now I wonder
0: If we didn't Say that he was From the Killers How many people Would recognize his voice Because Before I knew He was with the Killers I did not make That connection And then mm-hmm. after I knew he was With the Killers It jumped out at me And I was like Oh Killers What? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I really do like
1: these melodies a lot better than a lot of the killers melodies. Yeah, the killer stuff is a lot more of that '80s throwback, very stilted delivery, kind of almost talk kind of vocals. With this, like I said, he croons a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, more more traditional rock compositions. Very cool. So why do you
0: why why would you put this on the on the GILTS? Guilt-free pleasure.
1: I know, that's 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 a tongue twister. Guilty, guilt-free. Um, yeah, just because just, if you're sitting in traffic and you got the windows down, the stairs a little too loud, and you pull up next to somebody that looks cool, you might reach for the knob, turn it down a bit, or put up the windows. But if
0: you're talking yeah. amongst friends like we are, you have no problem talking about it.
1: Yeah, because we are very comfortable in our masculinity. If, if there's anything we can say about ourselves, it's that.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's let this play out a couple. And just so, uh, you know, to get, let everybody know, we are not uh, going to bore everybody with forcing people to sit through the songs on this podcast. So, you know, we might play a song and if there's a part we like we'll we'll accent that but otherwise you know we're gonna give a sample uh and move on so
1: yeah definitely gotta include the chorus on this it's a it's a it's a rocker
0: so um oh John uh are you do you have a beverage
1: Jason I do
0: what, what is your beverage for you? I
1: actually have I actually have three I have uh some filtered water out of my refrigerator I have uh, a Blue Owl Little Boss sour session wheat uh, from Austin Texas small little brewery that's been around for a couple years now oh and third I have a whiskey some 1835 bourbon from Texas also keeping it Texas keeping it local
0: so I am taking it across <laughs> maybe not across the pond i was trying to remember my geography uh to see if it's across the mississippi um <laughs> to west virginia and i have some smooth ambler old scout, american whiskey uh that mm. i'm mixing with very light bitters uh and a, oh, a couple there's, uh, there's, there's yeah a couple little ice cubes and uh I also have I, I look very fancy because I have my water in a Fiji water bottle uh, but this is also filtered water from my refrigerator
1: Mmm. okay uh, so cheers to everybody yeah no I wish I, I wish I had a little little ice in my my whiskey so I could clang it around yeah. just for proof.
0: So moving on to song two uh, would you like to intro this or would you like me to
1: well. I moved it up in the list, so it's your pick, sir.
0: This is Ryan Adams from the album Easy Tiger, Everybody Knows.
1: Oh, I thought you would have picked his song from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> you come
2: for me in the worst of places. You come for me, you come and try to take me.
0: No, I picked this song uh, because, well, for one, this album uh, is is a very cool record. And I don't know, you might know this. The copy of the vinyl that I have of this record is actually a, a translucent. Uh, orange, and I and I don't mm. know if that I, I'm a bad, bad collector because I don't know if that was mm-hmm. a special record record day reissue or what it was. Uh, but I, I have to research. Well,
1: yeah, I'm I'm seeing. Oh, it only came on orange. It looks like. Um. Yeah, and it goes for some money. When did you get it? I picked that up probably. Four
0: years ago five years ago hmm.
1: yeah and this will kind of play into a later segment about reissues because this was put out in 2007 when the record came out and it hasn't been reissued since so uh thusly yeah it starts around 45 bucks at a a median price there so
0: no i i picked this because this album is, is... I think the whole album fits our guilt-free pleasure theme for me in that I, I will play this record loud as mm-hmm. fuck. And as soon as someone walks by, I, I kind of... Unless I know they're they're a Ryan Adams, man, I, I turn it down because it's not the... Um, it's not a hard-hitting record, but there's some really good melodies, some good guitar parts, and it has... It, Ironically enough, it has a little bit of that country feel to it that some of uh, that we were just talking about with Brandon Flowers. But there's a couple's "Pearls on a String" has um, you know a very bluegrass feel to it. Um, but that everybody knows is is a, is a solid jam. Uh, but don't listen to it if if you if you're at all depressed because it's not going to help you feel better. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I don't know this one. This one came after Cold Roses and that's the only Ryan Adams I know and I love that album same it's actually yeah Ryan Adams and the Cardinals the same same players I should give this a listen
0: yeah and speaking of bluegrass Ryan Adams I think on his last tour did uh carry the Stringdusters as his backing band uh the infamous Stringdusters which is a very uh not v- not very famous but uh in their own circle a very popular uh contemporary bluegrass band, uh, out of the Southern Virginia, uh, country. So their,
1: f- their full name is the infamous string, dusters. the
0: infamous string dusters. And, uh, yeah. my wife goes to see them at a festival every year. And, uh, they, my only critique of their live show is that it's good. Uh, but they think they're Pink Floyd and they have a three hour headlining set, which I left about an hour into. So Plus all the stink, all the stinky hippie- hippies. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so before we get into offending anybody, uh, we can move on to the next song, which is a John pick. Oh, do you see what it is? Mm-hmm. It's my girl Sia, who does have a face for all for all you new Sia fans.
1: <laughs> yeah, she she wasn't hiding her face until this uh, recent. Uh, I don't know her her second run here because she kind of started out as a pretty kind of low key uh i think she's australian i don't want to offend the new zealanders but i think she's australian um yeah but she had it she had a run of like three or four albums and then kind of laid low for a bit started started writing songs for people like rihanna i know um maybe like a beyonce some of the the top lady artists on the charts and then she uh had a breakout out. Al- I think the album that had Chandelier on it was kind of a lot of songs that she had written for other people that they weren't interested on so- in, so she uh, recorded them herself and kind of had a second, second life as a solo artist. Yeah, this came off an album called Some People Have Real Problems, and um, I think it's her third album. I like the one before a lot, and then this came out was a little dancier but she still had all the same great hooks um this has some nice guest stars on it too i think beck is on a song yes beck is on a song and she does a um a ray davies Ooh, of the kinks i gotta guess. listen to that yeah yeah she kind of does it a la Chrissy hind of the pretenders yeah. the pretenders covered the song too so it was kink kink's pretenders and then sia so Sometimes that happens where somebody covers a song and they're and you might, the cover. Uh,
0: if you if this podcast keeps going and you listen to it uh, frequently, you might find that the Kinks are will probably become a recurring issue between uh, John and I. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, they're definitely
0: definitely an issue.
1: Our love yes. is the Kinks.
0: Um, and I will say that I do not know this song, Buttons, uh, but there is a song on this record called Academia. Which mm-hmm. is hooky as hell. That's the song with Beck. Is that is that the one with Beck? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he, he, he does a really low vocal on the chorus. To, yeah, doubling her. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. So this and and that academia song is the first song I heard outside of the Chandelier record that made me mm-hmm. kind of perk up and say, "Huh, maybe she's not." Uh, Typical pop star And she, and then I found out she had this amazing past And uh, I, I can say That I'm a, a, a Very much a guilt free fan Of Sia of now
1: Yeah the first time she came on my radar was uh, When I was working in a record store Around like 2000, 2001 She was in a, a UK Kind of I don't know what you would call it um, Kind of a trip hop kind of massive attack Portishead type of band called Zero Seven And she sang a couple tracks on that record and then she not had, to be confused she, with l7 no definitely not l7 not nearly as uh angry <laughs> but no and then, and then she had had that solo album but she had a song that was in the, the last episode of six feet under um and that that really like kind of put her on a lot of people's radars well this
0: is a cool song too
1: I'm she's uh... the real deal as far as the vocalist goes you hardly ever hear her <clears throat> in a live setting singing anything less than amazing
0: So uh, next tune uh, that I think has already started playing Mm -hmm. is uh, another one from you. It's Ashes by Embrace. Yes.
1: Um, Embrace, I don't know much about them. I know they're a UK band. This is off an album called Out of Nothing. And I was working in a retail store, and this kind of came on over the satellite uh, radio that we had in store quite often. There was this song... Can't remember the title of the other song the, the other single off this album but uh, the reason why this kind of falls in a guilt-free uh, area is just that it's it's pretty emphemic pretty earnest dude I can hear your keys <laughs> sorry man I'm typing I'm
0: doing some search <laughs> I will stop typing
1: has a little uh yeah what does it remind you of what's that um
0: what the hell is the uh name of that i'm you know m- me with names so uh i can't remember anything mm. uh I'll, it'll come to me at, at some point soon this is podcast gold <laughs> Man, that is true <laughs> well i mean you're like the meta King, and, and I can't remember who, like, my father's middle name half the mm-hmm. time. So.
1: Yeah, but, oh, but yeah. The, the, it'll, it'll this this band me. has the, the kind of. Like, they're, like, in the U2 kind of vein, and, like, even, like, kind of late U2. Uh, you know, it has some gospel tinges, I think. I think at some point. They actually. I mean, I, I don't know how many people are in the band, so it, it could be just female band members and stuff, but it just feels like it has this great gospel chorus behind it on some of the you know later in the song in the, into the choruses and stuff too so before we got to the
0: chorus uh, I was going to say it reminded me a little bit uh, Sensefield it has that Sensefield kind of sound that, that very sonically full sound um, without being aggressive or uh, too muddy that's what it. that's what it reminded me of
1: All right, uh,
0: let's, you want to move on to the next next track?
1: Yeah, why don't you go? I
0: think two in a row. Yeah, I think, I think the next one up is mine, and this is from a singer that I don't know too much about. I don't know if anybody would really know too much about him. His name's Robert Plant. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought we were, I thought
1: we were on the wrong song. I was like, Jay. Well, I'm going mo- to lose all the music, Craig, because this is still Robert music Plant spread.
0: from, like I think, the early 80s um, with... <laughs> Um, this this song is called "In the Mood," um, and the album is called "The Principle of Moments," and I, I'll be totally honest. Uh, I bought this record because it was a Robert Plant record, um, and a mutual friend of John and ours mine uh-huh. uh, is a huge Zeppelin fan and had told me about this song, uh, "In the Mood," uh, years ago, and I just saw it in a dollar bin. Uh, At a record store one day And I picked it up And whenever it's a Sunday morning uh, And I'm feeling a little goofy And just want to have a good day I'll I'll put this song on the system And it it always puts me in a good mood For some reason Um, But To follow our theme If this thing ever was playing in my car (laughs) and someone got into my car, I would try to switch the channel or the track as soon as possible. listening to it I think you get the drift within the first minute and a half two minutes and then you're kind of like okay what else you got Robert mm-hmm. <laughs> he does have a lot oh he's got he's a lot got a lot of curls I know oh, that yeah. even today does he still live in Austin I Did believe- he moves like mm. to Nashville or something to be closer.
1: I don't really keep track of anything outside of Austin, so once you're outside of the Austin limits, you're dead to me. Even though it's it's changed so much. No, it's changed, dude. Just you should <laughs> you should have been here back in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just
0: went to the wiki page, and I don't know what he's what he's doing now. Um. Oh, he's doing. Is is he doing the stuff with Alison
1: Krauss? He had done that. Still that one album, and maybe there was one after that one. But there, there were other. Yeah, I think it had sands in the title. That was that was very good. that was the last thing that he really piqued my interest. Well, actually, no. I yeah, there was there was another single that I heard. Um, but yeah, it wasn't Alison Krauss. It was more of a full rock band.
0: That must is that the Sensational Space Shifters? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's what he. That's what it says. He's up to still today. And they released a 10-inch uh, EP uh, in 2015 from that band for Record Store Day. But that's, I think, the last release that they had. So let's let's move on to the next song so we can keep this thing moving. And this next song is from a band that, uh, I guess, the first time I heard about them was in 90... I guess, no, 2000, uh, which was uh, my junior year of high school. Um... And it's uh, Anybody who knows this band will probably know Immediately why it's a guilt free pleasure But uh, Mm -hmm. the band is Saves the day uh, And the song is Anywhere with You From the album In Reverie
1: Mm, Good album
0: I think it was one of their more, uh, rock albums, uh, without being too emo-y. I think it really showed a a maturity, uh, that the first two records, or I guess through being cool and, um, what was it? Stay
1: What You Are? Uh, yeah. That was, that, that was an album. I'm not good on their, their chronology. This is the only album of theirs I know and like. Um, it was definitely
0: a, uh. I think a growing up uh, because this record came out in 2003 um, and the other, I think the others were there when they were very pretty young. I mean, I can't, can't blame them for putting that kind of stuff out when they're, when they're young. But anyway, this, this record, if, if you don't, if you didn't get into, if you were into them and you didn't get into anything after say what you are, or if the first time you heard them was through being cool and it was a little too punky, uh, I would suggest checking
1: out the In Reverie record. Yeah, I really have not liked anything else. I mean, even after this, I feel like they went back to that old kind of emo pop punk kind of thing. But this album, yeah, this track is kind of like one of the heavier tracks on there. It kind of sounds like maybe something Weezer would have done on the first two albums or something. But some yeah. of the other things are like really kind of power pop, pop you know, clean guitars mm-hmm. and stuff with really interesting chords and yeah. Good choice. Thank you. Thank you, John. Because <laughs> all the others have been fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, just shit. <laughs> all right, I got two that I don't have a lot of information on, but they sit in the same place in my mind. Um, so I'll just, I'll just knock them out back to back. Let's do it. The first track of the twofer is a song called Foundations by Kate Nash. And actually, both these ladies are... Are uh, of the British persuasion. I need to be careful about that too, because maybe one of them's fucking Irish, and yeah, just I'm gonna have the Kiwis <laughs> mad at me and the I fucking over the was, Kiwis is no, New I know, Zealand. I was t- saying Sia was uh, Australian earlier, but maybe she's not. Um, but yeah, Kate Nash foundations, um, and also both these songs are kind of like diss, you know, fuck yous to the ex boyfriends, you know, just really mean songs, you know. Uh, uh, The other song I'll just name it now That's your That's my
0: what? That's your thing Is that tongue-in-cheek nastiness Like was it it, You
1: love that Oh I thought it was I thought you were saying Telling off my ex-boyfriend Yeah That too Yeah Yeah Foundations is just Just some acidic Kind of stuff You know Just kind of getting in Fights in front of people Out at bars When you're too drunk And um, and then yeah The other song is, is Lily Allen's Smile And uh don't know the lyrics word for word, but I think she's smiling because her hobby's crying. It's not very nice. And, and Lily Allen's
0: smile is off the
1: record, All Right Still. Hmm. I don't know the record, but yeah, I, I know the, the track.
0: And I think any song like this uh, would definitely be one that you don't want the boys hearing you hearing you jam to in your car by yourself. <laughs> and maybe maybe they get you pumped up for a workout. I don't know. This is this is the one that you don't want your uh, your headphones to pull out of your your phone while you're in the gym doing a heavy lift.
1: <laughs> well, as, as you know, Jay, I'm a, I'm an expert uh, with the Bluetooth headset, so that I don't have to worry about wires, you know. Inside jokes don't don't hold any weight here, Joe. Oh, we'll get them going, then everybody will be on board. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now this this Lily Allen song, I, I don't remember the first time I heard it, but it's it's one of those that it's just it's just fun. Yeah. Did um, uh, what's his buckets produce this? Was was this when she was working with uh
1: Mark Mark Ronson? Um, I don't know, but they do have a connection. uh she sang on a track of his from that version album where they did a bunch of covers like uh alex green what's his name from phantom planet sang that radiohead song and amy winehouse yeah anyway it's a cool tune thanks man (laughs) yeah
0: hey i give credit where credit's due sometimes sometimes yeah Uh, and so, uh, I guess we can, we can keep it moving, uh, to the next track. Um, and this was, uh, one that I added, and this will probably show, uh, I mean, hopefully John and I are both, uh, around the same age, and this will definitely show our age. Uh, next track is the Foo Fighters with Big Me, um, off of their self-titled album, Foo Fighters. Reason I picked this song is just, uh, you know, it's it's just a good song I think, um, and it it kind of shows what Foo Fighters does, and and they're the masters of doing it, uh, just those big pop songs. Uh, but this was a little bit more, uh, I guess, simple than a lot of their bigger bigger pop songs, and it, but it still has that pop sensibility, and it still has the it still has all their personality without
1: being the big rock song so you know that, yeah so yeah this this is on an album that uh you know there was a lot of radio singles uh well I guess there was just the three um, I'll stick around this is a call and big me I don't know what order they came out in but, but yeah this is definitely kind of an anomaly on the album there's some heavy shit yeah. On this first Foo Fighters. Yeah. And I almost, I was going to take issue with this being a guilty pleasure, but I kind of think I probably put up the windows if I was jamming this too loud.
0: Yeah, if you were jamming, I'll stick around. It would be fine. But this is like yeah. the one where it's like, okay. Like, I don't, yeah. you know.
1: This is all, yeah. this is all grueling. And Yeah, most of the second album was Grohl as well. I know the, um, they had the Sunny Day yeah. drummer that got on board after the first album and played some of the stuff on the second album, but Dave went back and re-recorded most, most of it on Color and the Shape. They have a funny thing where they, they, they kind of they mimic each other's style, and, and it's, it's rumored that Dave always plays one song on every album, but never says which one it is. Yeah, and
0: the other thing that's interesting about that song is that it's only two minutes long.
1: Yeah. Which <laughs> so is kind you know, of... Yeah, it's like a quick kind of in and out, kind of Beatles esque, you know, kinda of like how Nirvana had like uh about a girl. Yeah. 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 It's just fun. a nice strummy, strummy pop song. I don't even know if it has a bridge in it. Is that what the the I guess that's what people call an interlude maybe?
0: What? A bridge? <laughs> no, 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 no. The uh just those quick quick little you know, if if with a lyric. It's like an interlude with lyrics or something. Well, it's an interlude between two rockers. <laughs> All right. Uh, so
1: moving on, do you want to take take well, it take it away, Johnny? I, well, I got some. I don't. I don't know how many songs we want to do on this. How many do we do already? Um, how, many, how many have we? Well, got I think there? we've done ten. Let's let's do twelve. Let's do twelve. Yeah. Are there any songs that jump out to you in particular? Yeah, we've done nine actually, so – Um. I'm doing. I'm just adding in to the
0: to the list here. And we'll cut all this shit. Yeah, I, I I I hear you all over the keyboard. I I, I don't know you're why like, you do. I'm not like pounding, and I it, I didn't fucking train myself on a goddamn
1: typewriter, so I don't type loud. I don't understand. Yeah. One two three. No, three. yeah, you're you're like you're like Roger Joseph Manning Jr. over there on the keys. <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, yeah, let's let's do. Um, Let's see. We did nine. We did nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You <laughs> you want to end with that?
1: No, no. Just, I mean, well, end with what? End with our end with the Foo Fighters or end with our
0: no, 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 victory? no. The the twelfth one. If we did nine in 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 the order that they're in now,
1: we would end. Oh no, they're not. There are no particular order. So um, yeah. Just pull pull, th- pull three more songs to talk about, and and you can ask me about them. But is uh, let me see. Actually, you know, yeah, do, I, do the Manchester Orchestra and then some other ones but Well, that's really yeah, funny. I like just
0: them. did. You can you see me play Manchester Orchestra? No, I just I just started. Pl- I was like, okay, let's do that one in my head. I was like, you know that? Uh, I know the band. I don't know that song.
1: Yeah, let's. Well, they are a uh, they're a they're a triangle band. I don't want to say they're Chapel Hill or Raleigh or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. They got on my radar because they are in a circle with annuals. one of our favorites. Annuals, yeah. And they um, I think they did a split where they where annuals covered a Manchester Orchestra song. Manchester Orchestra covered Brother, the first track off uh, the annuals' first album, Be He Me.
0: Man, I'm, I don't know why we didn't add any, um, any annuals to this list, because some of those are... I don't even let my wife hear me listen to those. But they're yeah, they're all good. I know that yes,
1: that's another one. Yeah. No, if my wife comes home at one o'clock in the morning, I'm a little sauce listening to Be He Me, I get real embarrassed. <laughs>
0: listen, is Bee Me, does that have hardwood on it? No, that's or on the second one. That's on such covers. fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's all gets me every time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, that that little uh corner of the country has some
1: fun stuff going on I believe uh is it super chunk and from there that's all I got I hate that corner of the country <laughs> you hate it physically but I mean
0: I guess I mean have you been when's the last time you went you went to that well, area, no, I, to Raleigh I'm actually gonna say the opposite Charlotte, I, I hate area. the
1: music but I, I vacation there regularly yeah yeah that, the
0: music might be why our, our buddy Ed Is moving out of that area Is he really? <laughs> He's moving to Richmond oh, man geez.
1: Yeah. The metal scene of Richmond He'll but, fit right in Well I, I well I think I'm, I told him
0: I said there's no surf rock there bro Because <laughs> like, he, he always tries to turn me on To these like surf punk bands I was like eh
1: But yeah you like that? This yeah. is cool. I, yeah, but yeah. It, but it is like it's got the kind of breathy emo kind of verse and like a real earnest, screamy screamo, yeah. But um, they're they're an interesting band, and they have recently they've been kind of a little more relevant lately because I know one, if not two, of the guys had a hand in that Swiss Army Man soundtrack that was really innovative and a lot of. Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man. So what, do you know their instrumentation? Because I can't, I can't put a
1: finger on everything from the mix here. I, I mean, I was under the impression just from memory, just that it was like a two guitar bass drum thing. you saying you hear like, like, so do, do, I,
0: hear, I hear keys, yeah. but I kind of also heard like a, I didn't know oh, if it was another string, yeah. or if they just if they just affect the if they just ha- have an effect on one of the guitars. Yeah, there's
1: definitely the piano in there, but
0: yeah, and, and it could be a studio mix or something. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That bridge part right there is really cool.
1: All right, so, uh, we have two more. Do you want to... They're your... It's, it's, uh, yeah, Dealer's Choice. Uh, do you want to do a local... The Local Natives track? Yeah, that's that's a fine one to discuss.
0: Because that's, that's a band that I would never... I I personally would never listen yeah. to. But they... I, I know they have some tracks that are, that are good. But I would never be like, give me that Local Natives. Yeah, I
1: never got past the first album, but, um... They, I don't think I ever saw them live but I, I liked this album enough that I sought out some some live performances of them and they they just had some good vocals some good uh, strong songwriting but yeah everything that I've heard since actually no I do I do like that uh, second album now but I'm looking at their discography but um yeah but they are a guilty pleasure they they, they also yeah they're like the new New Kings of Leon or something where they I just feel like they're just they're just a, a douche magnet. Well there's there's no there's no absolutes with these things. It's not like every single one of their their fans is an airplane. I paint with a
0: broad brush and I stick by it. Alright. This song is Local Natives, uh the band Local Natives song <laughs> is Airplanes off of Gorilla Manor.
1: Mm-hmm. Their first.
0: I d I, I do like that we added this because it, it like I said, it's a band that I just the name alone, I've been like kinda swearing them off. <laughs> Like, I just, for some reason, the name throws me, and I, mm-hmm. and I can't get past it. And then when I heard, I, I think I sampled, wait, preparing for a South by Southwest one year, I sampled, like, this past year, I think for some reason I sampled a little bit of their stuff, and I was just, I was like, no,
1: I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I moved my uh, my last pick at the end there. We're just going to go out on a really strong one.
0: Okay. But you know, this has yeah. a, like you said, um, this this has a little bit of a Kings of Leon meets a flea foxes feel to it. Who's this?
1: Local Natives. Oh, okay. No, I was I was ready to move on to... Kirk oh, you're anyway. moving on? You're
0: already past it? Yeah. ADD. Okay. Mm. All right, well, let's move on. And the last song for the guilt-free pleasures is... I will uh, make a joke. That this is off uh, Nelly Furtado's hit album.
1: <laughs> it's, I know, and yeah, I, I mean, if this comes on the radio, I immediately thank Nelly Furtado for some reason, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Corinne Bailey Ray. This was a big song. I don't remember this one. Yeah, summer of 2015. Yeah, wait, wait, wait for the course. As soon as we get all the i mean especially these well you just said the sign so i thought of ace Bass, and then i started thinking about <laughs> nelly Furtado and macy gray yeah there's a lot of female artists which maybe maybe kind of uh points to some underlying misogyny but yeah we'll
0: have to, we'll um, have to just to prove the uh skeptics wrong we'll have to do a uh female um, playlist <laughs> solid female artist that we love. Well,
1: this, I mean, we, we got four out of twelve. Um, That's
0: true. We're at what is that yeah. 30 percent?
1: I think I think it's an, a, a thirty three and a third percent, which ain't half bad. No, it's like that and, uh, quote from. It's a, um, third, it's a third bad.
0: What's <laughs> a quote from uh, Mars Attacks? Because you still got two two out of three of the government, and that ain't bad.
1: <laughs> and that ain't half bad. <laughs> Did, did he say half or bad? Are, I, think you, he says, said, when, I think he yeah, says... Yeah, when you said it, it, it sounded like the quote, and that ain't bad, but I yeah. thought it was a joke
0: about two-thirds and half. But I don't think it was a mathematics joke. I think he just said,
1: we still have two out of three, and that ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's exactly what I was referencing, but I had added a little nerdy mathematical twist to it. Yeah. He tried to appeal to the
0: to the smart people, and I went right over my head. Mm. No, this is this is I think this is a, a, a perfectly apt
1: song to end on here. Yeah, no, it's it just one that if I was flipping through the stations, if I was on a road trip or something, and you know, did, couldn't have cell reception or something, I had to put on the radio, and this came on, I would be very pumped, and I would turn it up really loud until I got to a stoplight in the middle of West Texas, and I turned it down when some when some redneck stared me down.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that was our... We, we made it through our first uh, playlist, John.
1: <laughs> I mean, let me be the first to congratulate us.
0: Well, I think we... I'll, if, if I could make... I don't... I don't know if I can or not, but I, I would love for someone to pat me on the back other than myself, and my dog is licking himself, so that's not going to happen.
1: Well, until you are uh, in Austin, Texas, you're just going to have to feel that
0: virtual pat on the back. I appreciate it, and and hats off to you, sir. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. So uh, these playlists, we are planning on sharing the public uh, playlist links uh, to the Facebook group and uh, where we post the podcast. Uh, wherever cool. we post a podcast and so everybody feel free and please follow and uh, download the playlist and have a good time listening to it and if you don't know the artist, check out their other stuff and don't just check them out on Spotify feel free to purchase some of their music uh, and support support the band uh, even yeah. if they don't exist anymore they, they still would love to get that you know 15 cent deposit into their bank account
1: $0.15 cent is very generous, Jay.
0: Well, I'm, I'm hoping that they're all
1: independent releases. <laughs> yeah, no, I no, I think it's more like a, a $0.15. A 15th the cent. The,
0: well, I mean, we're going to have 15 million people downloading everything we do. So,
1: Yeah, I obviously forgot about that.
0: All right. Well, there you have it, episode one. Hope it wasn't too painful. Uh, We'll play you out with a song by Self called Sucker off of Breakfast with Girls. Have a good one, everybody.
2: J-